<clears throat> Welcome to the TB Toy Cast, where Travis and Brian talk all things toys from the past, the present, and the future. Ugh, that's all we need, another podcast where a bunch of nerds talk about toys. Enjoy the show! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again for the TV Toy Cast. My name is Brian, and joining me as always on this adventure down the toy aisle is my good friend Travis. Travis, it is episode 66. Are you ready to talk some toys? Man, I don't know. Like I said, at, at, at the time of recording, uh, I'm still in a, like, having a meat sweat carb coma from having uh, a Sheets breakfast burrito lovingly known as the Vinsel, and I'm just, I can't do it, man. I, I, I need, yeah, actually, yes, I need to talk some toys because I got to get out of this meat sweats food coma that I'm in from, like I said, from this giant breakfast burrito that Drew came up with. I do love me a good breakfast burrito. What's in this breakfast burrito you so speak of? Oh my gosh. What isn't in it? <laughs> it will be a shorter list. Yeah. Uh, so he covered it. On his uh, uh, on the show on uh, Tales from the Estate, but I'll admit you, I love Tales from the Estate. I'm behind on podcasts, so I haven't had a chance right. to listen. But I will. So it, it will happen. So here it is, because um, I had to make sure that I ordered the right thing. But it starts out as a quesarito. So you've got two, um, you've got two of your giant tortillas with cheese in the middle. And then already liking got, it. All right. Then you've got your rice and beans, scrambled eggs, steak, nacho cheese, jalapenos, salsa, tater tots, and diced onion. My God. This burrito came the out, and I know we're a toy podcast, but this burrito came out, and the only thing that I added was sour cream. Because I like sour cream, and I was like, "Well, I'm like, I may not even be able to taste it with everything else." Mm -hmm. But this breakfast burrito was double the size of like a Chipotle burrito. Oh my god! Holy smokes! But it was delicious. I'm sure did it come and, with a tums? Um, no, but it, I wasn't sheets, so if I needed it, it was. <laughs> it, if I needed tums and or Pepto Bismol, I was like. Just an aisle over from from getting it, but uh, that's, that's good then. <laughs> yeah, quick shout out to Tales from the Estate and uh, the giant breakfast quesarito burrito known as the Vinsel. So, I love it. I would love to try one. We don't have a sheets around here though, unfortunately. Um, I had to take a little bit of a road trip, uh, but it was worth it. So yeah, if you've man. got one, go try it and get the meat sweats. Because meat you, you definitely will. <laughs> definitely, it sounds good though. I do love me a good breakfast burrito. I will. I will admit that. Uh, I actually buy frozen breakfast burritos, and I mean, obviously, it's not the same, but it's a pretty good little breakfast food. I'll be honest. I I dig it in the mornings. There, I mean, just like a taco, right? You you put your eggs, your sausage, oh yeah, your cheese. Put it I like a little, a little hash brown in there. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. It's beautiful. This week's TV Toy Cast brought to you by Breakfast Burritos. And now Steve Hoker and Nate are going to be mad because they're going to be hungry after listening. So they have someone uh, else to be angry with you about. 
I hope this is not an incident report because, um, spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have one this episode. <laughs> Safe bet. Safe bet. Um, anyway, we, uh, we're covering Street Fighter from Soda Toys. Uh, it's called Round One instead of Series One, which is great. Uh, these will be coming up in the main event. We we kind of touched on these uh, last week, obviously for the poll, and it won, which I'm glad it won because I really wanted to t- touch on these because it's a really cool line and very much a line ahead of its time, as we kind of talked about last week. It is, and after thinking about it from last week of like how these look so good, um, I I thought like these are based on a video game. Like a 16-bit video game. So they've got a little bit more creativity, I guess, or a little more leeway that their head sculpts, even if they look off. Do they really look off from a bad-looking video game, like a Super Nintendo video game? You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. They have some creative uh, freedom there. Yeah. Well, it'd be like if if someone wanted to make Mike Tyson punch-out figures, like they could could kind of redesign it because it's not you know you're looking at an 8-bit mold or even like the character select screen not select screen but the characters like screen right like if you go based off that like you kind of do your own thing so no I, I, yes. I totally agree and and they they were they were great they were colorful they had uh, like the equivalent of like a Marvel Legends joint that way you could put like have some great looking figure photography with some of the uh, like special moves, like I was, uh, I was sh- shocked that that this won because you know our listenership normally sways towards uh, one thing or another, but this one uh, won, and I- I'm excited to uh, to talk about it. I am too. I think it'll be a lot of fun, and I think we'll uh, definitely get people interested in this line again. I don't know what these go for nowadays. I didn't even look that up, but I would imagine probably not cheap like anything, but uh, you never know. So we'll uh, we'll be diving into that in the main event. Of course, we're going to touch on uh, what has us excited and what we're finding on the pegs, as we always do. Um, but you know what? Before we dive into that, um, we're not really doing icebreakers so much anymore, but I feel like it's good to have a little bit of an open topic and the reason I don't want to say icebreakers is because I feel like that was becoming a bit of a it was becoming way too difficult for us to come up with a question you know yeah and and after you know 60 some odd episodes like have we asked that have we touched on that like are we repeating ourselves like it was hard to do so I just think from this point on if we just did a little bit of an open discussion and and kind of just touched on anything whether it be toy related whatever it might be um, and I think this week I want, I want to throw it out there to you and then, you know, we'll let you do it maybe next week and stuff and kind of just see how this goes. But, um, my question is at what point is collecting over in, and I say that because I think we've all, we've all gotten out of it at some point or another, like sometimes completely and sometimes for years on, on end, but we ultimately always find our way back to it. So when do you think it's over? I don't think. If you're a collector, you're always going to collect. And, you know, I that's just my thought. But you're going to find something that you enjoy that you collect. You know, even though I'm not doing wrestling figures right now, uh, or, you know, Mattel Jazzwares, but, like, uh, 
Oh, yeah, because you're still, still in the Bendums, you know. Yeah, 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 the Bendums and... Uh, uh, but, you know, right now I'm focusing on, uh, you know, a little bit of wrestling cards and, and some video game stuff. Like, and, you know, I, I'm excited for the monster stuff. Like, you find things that you're... Your joy. Interested. Yeah, yeah. And so, do I think it ends? No. Do I think there's... I'll call it a Richter scale. Extreme highs and low valleys, absolutely, due to jobs, the your your finances at the time. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, what's out? You know, we we talk about that too. Like, you know, hey, I've got all this money to go to get something. Well, there's nothing out that I want. So then, what do you do? Oh well. I was going to just get the regular, you know, right now the new Ninja Turtle video game mm-hmm. came out. Like, I think yeah, yeah. The, regu- the regular game's 40 bucks, but there's like two or three different collector versions with a book and a comic and an art book and this and that. And it's like, you know, oh, hey, I, well, I, I can't find anything. Do I just throw the extra 20 down and get the art book? Uh, and so it, it's cyclical, I guess, is the best way to to put it. Well, I feel like right now, I, I'll i be honest, I, I am kind of bitter towards a lot of main toy lines because I feel like these insane price increases have, and I know it's probably not even their fault, but I feel like it keeps going up and up and up and to the point where I'm like, I don't see how this Marvel Legend can cost $7 more than it did two years ago. I, I just can't. So yeah, like, there's no accessories, and the only thing you really get is hands. It, well, like, it's but, hard and, for me to to believe that that's not all profit when I know that these companies are worth millions and millions of dollars. If that makes sense, and I understand mm-hmm. business has to make money, I get that, but it's like ugh, you know what I mean. So that has driven me more to vintage because I'll, I'll be honest. Like so today. Or not today. Yesterday, I went to the Vintage Toy Mall, and I, I'm like basically looking at two main toy lines: Playmates Turtles and Vintage Marvel. As most people listening know, and I found a new Playmates figure that I didn't have. Ten bucks, and I was like, done. But and so yeah, that's more than that cost brand new, but it's a vintage figure, and I was like, yeah, I'm buying that. Like, whereas mm-hmm. if I wanted to buy like a current day figure, I'm looking at thirty. Three for an ultimate, 23, 24 for an elite. It's a lot of money. So it's just, I don't know, it's just harder for me to want to collect all those lines, I guess. I, I, I'm in the same boat. I don't, I don't do a lot of modern, uh, you know, occasional thing here and there, a one-off that you and I have talked about. But, you know, like I said, I'm finding my joy right now in wrestling cards. You know, it's funny, I won't buy your figure. But you know what? If I can get your card out of a pack, for 10 cents to a dollar, that's still something cool to me. And there's still your chase cards and, and things like that. And I'm also picking up retro stuff and, and looking at, you know, different toys, you know, a couple of the different toy stores around here. But like you said, modern stuff is just, I, I think it finally just as of now, just is very dry, very dull. Like mm-hmm. we've got, you know, Jazzwares made a boatload of announcements today, and it's, I don't know if it's just my age, 
but it's just more overwhelming. And instead of stressing out of, am I going to get this? Do I need to pre-order it? Well, what if I pre-order it and it doesn't mm-hmm. show up? You know, people are having problems with Amazon Hogan and, you know, what about Holland Nash from, uh, series two of superstars like i don't know and people are people are just constantly getting stuff that's just an unneeded unwanted stress that i don't have so i guess sure it's just easier to cut bait i guess than to i've told this story before i remember being at walmart and i saw marvel zombie funkos they had four on the back of the box. They're $9 each, and they had all four there. And I'm like, oh, man, I could pick those up. That's like, what, 36 bucks? That's not too bad. So I get on, you know, online and start looking, and it's like, okay, they also made a New York Comic Con exclusive. There's a, I think there's a Loot Crate exclusive. There's a Amazon Crate exclusive. There's a second wave coming. There's this, there's that. And I'm just like, I was like, I wonder how much the New York Comic Con one is. Oh, it's 70 bucks. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm out before I'm in. You know, like it was... Literally, I got into a line, was going to collect it all, and then quit before I even bought the first thing. That, to me, is not a good way to get people into invested, I guess. And I'm not saying that you have to be a completionist, but part of us, there's always going to be a completionist to it, to a degree. And I'm okay with, like, if you want to do an exclusive variant or something, like, they're doing the CM Punk exclusive, right? That's fine. Because he's still in the main line. But I don't need three punks, so I'm good, you know, like. I'll buy one and I'm uncall it. So I don't know. Yeah, man. There's it's, a, it's just weird. I, 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 uh, to go off of that, uh, I, I order my comics, um, through an online, uh, retailer have for years. Um, but in previews, boss fight is starting their own Popeye action figure right. line. And there is a boss. There is a previews exclusive, within uh for popeye and it's just a different it's the same mold as the the regular popeye and brutus that are coming out but it's like navy ship popeye and bluto instead of brutus which they're they're the same thing it's like koopa and bowser like Mm -hmm. they're both one and the same but i was like man that's really cool but then it's like well i don't necessarily need to get that because they're already making those figures. It's not a like Pappy or olive oil or right. wimpy or it, it's just a, a repaint. And like you, I, I think, you know, if it's going to be an exclusive, it needs to uh, like, especially for Funko, make it glow in the dark, sure. make it clear, make it tie dye. Wolverine's unmasked. Good... Hulk is gray. I mean, there's right. so many things you can do. Well, it's kind of like the Hasbro mail-aways, right? They weren't necessary to me because they're just repaints. Yeah. So I'm fine with like, that. Yeah. Make, make all you want. Make a different Brett with a different kind of attire. It's not necessary for me to consider my collection complete. So that's right. kind of a thing. Um, I guess this could kind of lead into uh, the news or, or what has us excited. We've been talking about this for pretty much since it was announced. Power Town is officially, as of this recording, it'll probably be on sale now, but – November or September the 16th through their website, but it's going to be distributed through high spots and will be uh, $45 a figure with bundles available. They said, so now does that mean it's uh two for 80 or 
three for one ten. I don't know what that what bundles means, but that's the uh, that's the number we're getting. Um, based on the look of the figure and the look of the box, I'm not shocked by this price point, but I don't know. That's a that's a hard one to, for me to dive into, man. Yeah, man, it's hard to spend forty five dollars when it's a five dollar figure. <laughs> right, it's uh, true though. <laughs> um. It is, and we've talked about it and the skepticism. Now, a positive for this, I will say, I'm glad that they're being distributed through high spots. Gives it a more, they're adding more validity to this, Mm -hmm. like inch by inch. Like a little bit more, a little bit more. Okay, it's going through high spots. Cool. Um, This $45 price tag, I'm out, mm-hmm. except maybe Brody. Um, and so, so as opposed to like, if let's say they were thirty, would you probably buy pick up a couple? But now that they're forty five, yeah. like yeah, maybe one, right? And that's a, that's a maybe. Like, uh, and that might even be a. I do this with Ringside exclusives because if you go to Ringside right now and look for it, look at any of their exclusives, all of them except for the newest ones are on a high like discount clearance whatever sale um and brody might might be one of those that i don't even get at the beginning Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna wait and i'm gonna wait and then all of a sudden maybe high spots does a christmas sale or a new year's sale or whatever weird high spot sale that they do you're saying you don't think these will sell out no absolutely not um See, and, and here's the thing. I understand 45 for maybe a Hanson or a Brody. I couldn't imagine on any level ever spending $45 on a Vern Gagne figure. And, I mean, I'm not trying to knock Vern Gagne, but I'm just like, was that demand ever there for that? No, not even in Minneapolis. That's why they're not around anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, that's, that's, we'll- that's strike one. Nate's already making his checklist. I, well, here we go. It's the whole. We're, I'm going to sound like uh, WWE creative in the mid '90s. How do you market someone in black tights and black boots? He doesn't even have black knee pads. Like, yeah. And you're going to get a belt. It's not even the inmate, which or their the AWA belt. Like, it's. Uh, hey, for you completists out there, cool. And like I said, I I've, I've got some random Brody. Uh, memorabilia like I've got a couple books and I've got a couple cards couple customs like I like Brody um, and I, like I said I think with this one I, I'm going to I know I'm going to get Brody and I know I'm not going to pre-order it and I know I it's not going to be one of those like that I've got to get um you really can't do a game time decision because you don't see it. Mm-hmm. But for me, if this would be something like, all right, well, I had a couple extra big sales and my commission check is a little bit higher or maybe Christmas money or birthday money that I catch on a sale. Like right. I'm not going to go out of my way to purchase it. It's going to be one of those. I'm scrolling through my Facebook timeline, Twitter timeline, Hey, High Spots is doing a sale on everything. Oh, oh, Brody's like thirty-eight instead of forty-five. Uh, I'll put it in my cart, think about it for an hour, and then 
well, I didn't find anything else. Let me, you know, let me just check this off the list. Like, so here's another thing to think about: if DiBiase wasn't replaced, like Brody's the the, the main figure of this wave, right? I mean, you not agree? Like, right. He's the main one everyone was going to want. So, I'll be honest. I don't know. I I don't know if I see this line being ultra successful. And I was pretty high on it for a while, but I feel like that forty five dollar price point really hit me hit me kind of in the fields where I'm like, Ugh, I don't know anymore. Well, if he's got close to 200 people signed, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how we're going to get past 12, let alone closing in on 200. So, and I know, I think the boss fight figures were like 38, weren't they? When they came out, like the, uh, the Pinta yeah. and, and Phoenix. And those were great, but, I felt the same way there where I'm like, well, Jazzers is making them. They look just as good to me. I mean, they don't, maybe they're not as good, but they're still pretty good. Like, but it's half price. I don't, that's, I think what it comes down to is I was like, I'm not going to spend twice as much money for a secondary company. I'm also not going to do that with Power Rangers or GI Joe with Super 7. Why would I? Right. Like, right. It just, I think at the end of the day, kind of going back to what I was saying, like, Toys are so expensive now, it's going to be really hard to just buy everything. And you're going to have to kind of really pick and choose. I think anyone anyone will. And, yeah, these look cool. Seemingly from the renders, we still haven't seen anything in person. And I, we're going to get into that. Renders sometimes don't always quite match up. But I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm not sure on this, man. I, I'm not either, honestly. And, um, you know, we, we joke about it, but... I, I'm gonna have to see more, and like I said, I'm gonna have to see a uh, a discount on a sale. And you know what? That, that's probably not gonna happen for six to twelve months. So yeah. definitely doing the long game on Brody, and yeah. then the other ones, hard pass, hard hard pass. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens, but we'll we'll update everybody when we hear. I mean, because who knows? Maybe they sell out in the first day, but. I'm not thinking that's going to be the case, but you know, like I said, we'll 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 see when we know more. Um, other news: Jazzwares uh, for All Out Weekend, which is this weekend as we record this, showed off a bunch of new stuff. We're not going to go through everything because I've never really liked that lot. idea of going through every little detail. Um, we saw some renders, we saw some some figures. Uh, some new lineups announced. All the new lineups had seven new figures in them, um, as opposed to the six traditionally. What is your thought on that? I'm, I really feel like I'm a conspiracy theorist now when it comes to action figures, but I think seven is. I, I think they're they're matching Mattel or putting one more out to just gain more of the uh, more of the market. Um, and then it, it's hard enough for them to get three on a peg and they have two pegs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two, three pegs. Like, I don't think it's, it's a good thing though. I, I don't either. How are you going to fit that in a box? Like that's unless you, know, so you get someone with two or one short packed. Right. And you, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like you look at. Some of these waves, it's like, okay, so you got seven figures. Well, maybe maybe that Wheeler Yuta short-packed. And now, all of a sudden, people are like, yeah, I'd like to get a Wheeler Yuta figure, but he's short-packed, you can't find him, and so now he's rare and worth more money. And that, you mentioned before the anxiety, that is what triggers that for me. Does it not you? Uh, 
Yeah. Like, I'm not a fan. That's They've already got people out scouring for chases and right. exclusives and uh, whatever the red letter ones like. Because there's the one in 5,000, which is the chase, but then like... Uh, then there's the other ones that doesn't have a sticker but has the red lettering on the I forget what it's called, but like Yeah. Uh I got a ton of respect for the guy, but this just reeks of Jeremy Padauer and just like let's do this, let's do this, let's make this, let's like Yeah. He's he's thinking outside of the box and which is good, but uh this will be here's a good wrestling analogy. Jeremy Padauer is essentially the Vince Russo to wrestling figures. He's got nobody to rein him in on a stupid idea. Oh boy, you are making some heat today, aren't you? <laughs> well, so I mean, I, I just recorded another podcast for you know it's fake, right? With uh, Grinville Nash from the Hasbook, and we were kind of touching on that because we were talking about the Hasbro's, and I was like, you know, the good thing about the Hasbro's is there's like a very nice definitive beginning and an end. Right. And so yep. look at Mattel elites who could, there's no way you could have every Mattel elite. There's just no way. I don't know anyone that does. And if you did like, I mean, that's, I'm not going to say, but that would be very hard to do. Like not to mention like every John Cena, every Shawn Michaels, like, how? I think there's I know one, possibly two, um, maybe one. And, and they're both, um, Kyle Peterson, I don't know if you guys follow him on YouTube. He he does a lot of videos, and he uh, he collects Ultimates and Elites, and he has said that he owns every Elite. Now, I don't know because I haven't watched everything. Yeah. But, what, yeah, like, that's a – he does – he does loose. Um, but, I mean, does that include, then, like, the, the sublines, the then, now, forevers, the Royal Rumbles, the... the ooh, I, see, that that's what I don't Hall know. of Champions. Because, I mean, those are technically elite figures, so are legends. Right. It's... Well, and the, the first defining moments were basic figures, like... Uh, yeah, the entrance grades were basics. Defining moments or, were elites. In, sorry, entrance grades, yeah. But, no, it's... We're we're coming up on series one hundred, and you know what about all the San Diego exclusives? Like those are elites. Well, now they're ultimates, but you know where where does the buck stop? And it's it's crazy, just well, the just yeah. sheer number. Well, and I think nowadays it's designed for picking and choosing. You know, like I was looking at my elite collection, which is relatively small, but I mean I have like. You know, Cassius Ono and Harlem Heat and Dr. Isaac Yankum. And I'm like, you know, but I that's that's me. So right. I don't know how you could have everybody. And I feel like with, with figures now, like when I saw that they were doing seven figures, because like you said, that's not even an even number. I go back to retros and how badly those came out and how hard it was to find some of them. And I'm just like, I don't want to have to deal with that again. Like, And I feel like what ends up ultimately happening is it just completely gets people out of your line. Like you're instead of being like, all right, I'm going to get all these. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to grind it out. I'm going to figure it out. You just stop collecting. Cause it's impossible. It's anxiety. It's everything else. I know a good friend of the show, Richard Yule told me at one point, he's like, Hey, I'm selling these GI Joe classifieds. And he showed me like, you know, the ones he had, which I had them all. And I was like, oh, I have all those. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, 
she's not into him anymore. And he goes, no, no, I like him. I just can't find him, and I'm tired of looking. And so I'm out. Yeah, you can only get so much disappointment before you just go. Yeah, and I get that, right? I mean, it's like at a certain point, like, you're like, I can't. Like, what's the last time you saw a new G.I. Joe figure on the pegs, right? Uh, that Crocmaster, but that was a month ago. Yeah, but like, I mean, but before then, but before it's been a while. that. Yeah, because everything's clogged up with Snake Eyes movies. And when did that come out? Christmas? So I actually pre-ordered some figures through Target. And I went and checked today because they hadn't... Nothing has happened. So I was like, did those get canceled? And I just didn't know. And I looked and I pre-ordered the uh, Python Patrol Viper and Python Patrol Bat. October of 2021. Wow. So put in perspective, it's now, as we record this, early September 2022. So right? you're at 11 months. Yeah. Holy crap. And I pre-ordered um, Ricondo and Bazooka, I think it said in February of 2022. So it's been a minute, you know, like, it's just one of those things where part of me wants to just cancel those and just... If I see him, I see him. If I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? Because it gets frustrating. Well, yeah. And it, you know, I, I can't remember. I, if I recall, I think Target doesn't charge until they ship. But they I know that, right. that, that that's like a hit or miss. But still, like, you're coming up on 12 months. Like, yes. that's, that's ridiculous. Well, and, and I think sometimes with collecting, you want to allocate your money to other things. Like, we talked last week about the custom bendums and how much fun those were. And. Yeah. And I've been painting my Undertaker and it's looking pretty good. It's not finished yet, but I'm really liking like so far what I've done. Plan to get more of those and it's kinda like in, in full disclosure we won't say who it is yet, but me and you, along with Steve Hoker, have commissioned custom bendums, right? Some new characters. Yeah. And we're really excited for those and when those, you know, get printed and shipped and everything. And then doing more characters in the future. So it's one of those things where like that's really fun, but I'm really like as fun as that is, it's like it kind of makes me think like, hmm, maybe I should just cancel these GI Joes and focus on that. I guess if that makes sense, right? Because my well, excitement well, has died down. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's the same thing with you know comics and other stuff. You just focus on the things that that make you happy, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. It's I I I wish that if they were to do a pre order that it would be within six months. Because to me, a pre-order now is essentially what a mail-away figure that you got out of, like, uh, your cereal box or whatever as right. a kid. Like, you send it off. You don't even know if those figures have even been produced. And then back in the day, they had to actually go through the mail, process your check, process your money order, and you, you got it. Six, eight, twelve months later, mm -hmm. but that was the norm. But this is like, I, I so you know, you heard it here, folks. First, folks, like uh, mail away or uh, redemption figures are were the original pre-orders, and it, it's just, I the the new gen ring is showing up, and you know, there's been a lot on eBay. So how many of those people got it and are now out of Ultimates? Or out of collecting or in general. Or, right. So it's crazy. It, it really is. Um, what are uh, 
kind of. Well, I don't want to go through every Jazzwares figure, but a lot of things are, are announced. They, we did finally see Owen Hart. Um, you you didn't seem to be a fan, though. No. Um, and here it is. Uh, my exact words. Uh, I think. Well, I'll change it a little bit because the face sculpt might be fine, and it might just be the painting. But I think the head is trash. Ungla- like without the glasses, he looks like a creeper with like buck teeth. Uh, and it might have just been the angle with the shadow, but like he looks like Baby Grew from Despicable Me with blonde hair. Um, and then when you put the glasses on him, to me he looks more like Bruce Hart than he does Owen Hart. And I get it. They're family. They're brothers, so they should look similar. But he looks like Bruce. Um, I think the bone crunching action Owen head is better than the Jazzwares Owen Hart head. And we are now going to have to reset the clock because I'm sure we have an incident. And it's no disrespect to Owen. Right. Like it's this is on Jazzwares. Yeah, this Okay, we, but how we can every, about it before how, the, how can all these independent sculptors do him so well? I don't know. It, it. You know what's okay? Here's maybe this is just me, but when with with Tom Veg or Mark Cochran or Hederation or any of those guys, very seldom do I go like, "Oh, that sucks." Like usually, it's like, "Wow, that's really good." Like I, I totally see it. Yeah, some are better that's than others. Really good, sure. or, but yeah, for the most part, most of them usually hit. So. How are they doing a better job than these than these actual like toy companies? I think maybe passion, and I know that sounds like a really odd answer, but man, if you get somebody that enjoys what they're doing and gets into it, they're going to put more heart and soul into it mm-hmm. than somebody that's getting paid for it because that's their job. Uh, yep, my point. job is my job is to do you know, hey, like with your job you get paid to do what you do, but if you had a passion for it, if you like you know, if it was right now painting custom bendum figures, it would be better. So sure. I, I think it's just well, I think it would be better. I don't know. You can tell me. Uh but I think it's, it's better the, than my actual job, I'll say that, yes. There exactly. But well, I, like, I there's a guy at my job that we always kind of joke about, like, oh, that guy loves it because he's so, like, he's always talking about it. And, and it, like, I, I can't really go into the details because it's just so much information to try to process. But he'll he'll really, like, tell you all about this, all about that. And I'm just like, dude, I wish I cared half as much as you do. Like, you know, I, and, I, and I've joked with him before. It's like, man, I wish I cared about anything as much as you care about this place. And he right. kind of just like, oh no no no, you know, it's not that big a deal to me. It's like it, it clearly is. Like the way you talk, like he's like a Dwight Schrute, and I you know, I never knew that that type of person could exist until I met him. I'm like, wow, that's that's a real thing. This guy loves this place, and right. he's like, well, I want to have a job, and I'm like, no, I do too, but I don't eat, sleep, and breathe it because it's just a job. Like I'm a big believer in your passion has to come from other places because I think when your job is your passion, like what do you do? unwind like what you you know like it's right and and i've experienced that with my time in wrestling as most people know but 
I needed something to like, I have to have something besides this because if this is all I am, then like it's kind of a weird existence. But that makes a lot of sense what you're saying to kind of get back on track here because those guys are doing it probably for hobby because they want to make them. They want to see people like them, et cetera, et cetera. And so, but all these other companies are just companies. It, if it's a bad paint app, why on earth would you show it to fans? Right? Like, Right. That I don't get. It, it doesn't. It didn't. To me, it didn't look horrible. But I also don't hold Jazzwares to a real high expectation either, because I feel like right. some of their stuff is kind of bad. Some of it's good. Some of it's bad. But I don't know. Like it just. It's weird to me that you would not, especially on that particular figure, you would not put in a hundred percent effort. I guess. I also think this falls under the category of there has been so much hype for it. It could have been absolutely perfect. And it still might not have been good enough because the vision that you have in your head that you've worked up for so fantasy booking, same thing in wrestling, like, man, that WrestleMania sucked because I didn't get what I wanted because you played out every opportunity. And, you know, oh, yeah. that this this figure could be falling victim to that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, wasn't a big fan of the Owens. Um, I... I am excited for the ROH Punk. That is cool, yeah. My, my prediction, it'll be like the Visionary or yeah, like I, the... we'd almost guarantee it, yeah. The Chris Jericho, the... Uh, the Luminary, I think is what they're called. Or Luminary, yeah, Luminary, sorry. Um, that's kind of cool. I think that, I think in the same regard, I think that's what that William Regal will be, where it's like a... I'm hoping we get like Lord Steven Regal in gear. Now they could just put him in the suit, but I kind of would like to see him as a, a wrestler too. That would be awesome. I, maybe that'll be the chase. You yeah. know, maybe we get the suit for the, uh, black flag pirates. No, I'm kidding. I just can't think of their name right now. The black uh, combat club. Right. And what's funny is like a local Cincinnatian is like one of the, well, he's the third best person in that. If you ask CM Punk, and I still couldn't get it right. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um, I think it's an interesting choice on a couple of their Supreme figures. Uh, Thunder Rosa's getting one. Mm-hmm. That I love Thunder Rosa, uh, even though she's going through some craziness. But that, that really shocked me. Um, and then that one of them is going to be the Young Bucks and how they're going to be. Because uh, it seems like they're doing the ultimate release with this as like two figures at a time. So Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I don't see myself getting those. I, I'm not. I get um, it's a two-in-one, but I'm like, it's $43. I don't, I don't know. And, and the reason I say that, they showed a Malachi Black in the unmatched wave and I'm like, yeah, you're not getting five heads and five masks and all that other stuff, but it's like, that's a perfectly great figure. Like, right. I don't know, like that was enough for me where I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't, I don't need, I don't need a $40 figure, I guess. I may get Cody cause I'm on a big Cody kick right now. And I think it'll be kind of cool to have, have that one. Cause that just comes with a lot, but it's also going to be his last AEW figure. Yes. Um, 
but I, I'm not getting any of the other ones. The Kenny Omega's cool. Little weird that it's wrestling Kenny and then street gear Kenny. That's so you, a, that's you've got, got Walmart ex, or the I think it's a Walmart or Target exclusive because he's got the one in series two, which is two different pair of tights. Right. Yeah. And this one he's in like uh he's got gear, but then he's also got jacket arms, like the jacket to go over it and sunglasses. So mm-hmm. like that's completely two different figures. That's not just two different tights. Like that's two completely different looks. Like, I think Britt Baker's is like that too, right? Where she has like the tights, like and then the wrestling gear, but like the high heels. I think so, and, and I get that. I, like that's kind of a cool thing where you have you basically have pre match and then like in ring. So like, okay, that's cool, but is it totally necessary? I don't know, but. It is it is kind of a nice nice way of doing it. Yeah. Um, what else did? Uh, well, I know one thing that you really really liked, but or that you've been asking for. What else did you like about these announcements? Well, obviously, I want to touch on the seven figures. Uh, Butcher is getting a figure. I'm a big fan of him. I love his look. He's going to be in an upcoming Unrivaled wave. I did notice though, and this might be something Jazzwares um, has to stop doing because they announced last time that one of the unmatched waves was going to have Arn Anderson and Alex Reynolds, and they switched that up, and now we're not getting Arn Anderson. It didn't seem like at all. And I don't know if that was going to be manager Arn or in-ring Arn. I don't know, but we're not getting that at all. At least he wasn't announced. And we also had the Hardy Boys announced. And obviously Jeff Hardy's had some issues. So... Now we're not getting the Hardys at all. So um, kind of interesting that they switched those up a little bit um, with, you know, other figures kind of thrown in there. We are getting a Dan Housen figure, but I, I must say I was not happy the fact that he was, it was in a molded jacket. I'm like, ugh, like that's, I've hated that since the Jack's days. I don't know why they do that. I'm okay with it. If you have a way to take the arms off and put other arms on, but I hate when it's a molded jacket. Yeah, especially if it's going to be like the Cody, where it's like a a molded jacket, like mm-hmm. right at the belly and look weird, or like the commentators. Yeah, um, but it's going to sell because oh, yeah. Dan Housen. But he's also got the two pack with Hook coming out. So I'm excited about. That. I assume that will be in ring gear, and that will probably be a way for them to double dip a little bit. I mean that's. That's exactly what Jazz Warriors does. Hey, let's release Jungle Boy and uh, Luchasaurus in a wave together. Oh, here's a ringside exclusive, and we change the Luchasaurus color and the boots of Jungle Boy. Like mm-hmm. that's or that's so. I about said that's so Jacks. That's so Jazz Warriors. It's. A, I mean, I get it. It's a way to make more money, but also too, if you already have them, you didn't need it. So. That didn't right. bother me as much. I'm like, this I feel like is a little bit more blatant, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, Jazzware showed off a lot of cool stuff, so we'll, we'll kind of keep you posted as uh, there's some stuff up for pre-order now. I believe Excalibur's up for pre-order. Jim Ross is now available. Uh, any thoughts on the announcers doing ringside exclusives? I'll be honest, I think that that's a good place to put them. Um, because I know typically those type of figures clog up pegs, so I think putting yeah. them on ringside. We haven't touched on them much. I don't know if I'll get them or not, but I think that's a good place for them. It is. Um, it's a way to complete your collection if you want the full experience. Right. 
I think I I'd consider getting the Tony Schiavone just because he's never had a figure. Right. Um, could really care less about Excalibur, and I mean, Jim Ross has had a handful of figures as well. Like yeah. it's not. I don't have an arena set up. I have no reason to right. Like get the announcers, um, but I know Tony does some autographs and. Uh, I, I was part of his Patreon back in the day, and I really think he's funny. So, oh yeah, I, I might I might get a Tony Skeevone figure. That would be kind of fun. Um, other news, I'm trying to think. Obviously, we covered Power Town, covered Jazzwares. The only other thing I'd like to discuss, you know, so we had Sal from Rush Collectibles on just a couple of weeks ago, and. Uh, the extreme retros were still kind of, you know, hitting the ground running. Not a lot of news there. Now we've seen renderings for the Blue Meanie and C.W. Anderson. Man, what are your thoughts there? Man, Blue Meanie just will sell his likeness to any and everybody. Good for him, man. I I I think I, it's smart. Why not? Yeah. Like. Uh, but if this leads to a big Stevie Cool and um, Hollywood, Nova. Hollywood, Hollywood Nova, bring it on! I need, I need me some BWO. I think, um, it, I think the fact that Cella made them, I think it's definitely possible. So I, I think it's a glaring omission. Like that yeah. would be, that would be amazing. Stevie Kick Raven, like that'd be great. So we've, um, we've also never had. I don't think C.W. Anderson ever had a figure, did he? Gosh, no. I don't. He wasn't. He, he wasn't in the ECW line, and he honestly no. was one of those guys where I really was hoping like there would be one more wave from from toy make, old San Francisco toy makers, and uh, never happened. And I would have loved. He's like there's a few guys, you know, Mikey Whipwreck, Mikey Whipwreck, excuse me, Roadkill. You know, C.W. Anderson, Spike Dudley that I always wanted to see that never never got the figure treatment. So with Rush doing what they're doing, man, I think this is super, super cool. I do, too. I, I like the figure. I like, well, the rendering. Um, I, I think it's great. And um, I, I know he had a couple things in Japan, but I don't think it was a figure. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't he, recall because I know... He briefly signed when WWE brought back that ECW brand. And yeah, but he wasn't around. He was he was around for a hiccup. Remember literally. they even renamed him because of CM Punk. Yeah, he was Christopher W. Anderson. Yeah, I mean, how like, bad? Like, good lord. Yeah, he was there for a legit hiccup. So yeah, that, uh, we we haven't touched on that before. But how bad was that? that ECW brand. I know we're not a wrestling podcast, but did you, I, I mean, I was pretty hyped when they brought that back, but man, that was a bomb. It was, I tried to like it and I watched it on sci-fi every week, mm-hmm. but I remember watching that first episode with the um, zombie, the zombie and Kevin Thorne and just went, Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, like, it just well, and I think you know, like we had like Roadkill was there and Sabu and Rob Van Dam, so it didn't seem like that weird. But then, 
they brought in their own guys. We were like, okay, Hardcore Holly, I, I buy that. And you know, Big Show, it's like, oh, okay, Kurt Angle, sure. But then it's like Marcus Corvon, and <laughs> like everybody started showing up on ECW. It was just, it was, boy, it just went bad quickly. And how Matt Hardy is an ECW champion and Vince McMahon. We yeah. will never know. You know, and I remember the last ECW champion was Ezekiel Jackson. And like, oh my I, I a friend of mine joked, he's like, do you think that was like the final nail in that coffin for Vince? Like, cause it, I think he won it from Christian. Right. And so, and, and I got, when it yeah, became just would. like, when it became like the third brand and it was just the way to get guys on TV, I was fine with it, but it just, it was weird. That it was called ECW to me. I, I think Vin, it was Vince's way of killing it. And it worked because guess what? You don't hear ECW. ECW chance anymore? No, you don't at all. At no, anything. you don't. So, and I think you know with Ezekiel Jackson being and nothing against him, but it's like him being like the last champion. I think it was like you really threw in like, yep, this is over. <laughs> this <laughs> is over for sure. So yeah, I'm taking behind the shed and put a bullet in the head. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm you know we love we love Sal over here. I'm excited for what Rush is doing. I don't know if you saw, but just today they announced that their pro wrestling little minifigures are shipping out. So that's pretty cool. I need to get on that just because they don't make a lot of pro wrestling stuff. Well, I think I, those were a pre-order, I believe. I know. I'm going to have to secondary market them like eBay. But You might talk to a hooker. He might have ordered do. a couple of sets. He does that sometimes. He, he orders a couple of everything. Like Smart man. He's... Uh, he is. He's. He's very smart. He's got. I think he's got a, a closet collection that a lot of us aren't aware of. Yeah, I. I hope the uh, pro wrestling licensee changes their mind and allows them to do retros. But um, I don't know. That's a weird one to me. Like why they wouldn't just? Yeah, sure, make more money for us. But like, I don't know. Like that was that when he threw that at us, I thought, man, that was a weird thing for them to do. But yeah, uh, we don't want to make any money. Just, yeah. just do the little, uh, the, the minis or the gosh, what were those called? What are those? These are called mini uh, figs. Is what they're called. Right. Well, they were, what did ringside call them? Well, the uh, pro wrestling Bastion Tees calls them micro brawlers. Micro brawlers, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So either way, yeah, I'm I mean, it's it's a cool little different collection, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the uh, first extremes, hopefully to start hitting. I don't know which one will go up first, but um, I'll, I'll be honest, uh, you know, all of these I actually really want to get, and um, and I'm excited to get. I hope the price isn't too high, and this is where it's going to sound weird. But I would actually pay more for these than I would for Powertown it, because it hits me in the feels more. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, and they're they're going to look more like toys instead of more of it's something different than what we are getting off of the shelf because Powertown is essentially making elites and ultimates about of non contracted talent. Yeah, very true. So yeah, it's wow. um, it's exciting. So we'll we'll see what happens there um, with Rush Collectibles. So make sure to give them a follow to figure out all the new information there. But uh, is there anything uh, else you want to add before we dive into what we're uh, what we're finding on the pegs? Uh, 
No, let's uh, let's dive into what we're finding. Uh, I'll go first. Nothing. Done. Uh, no, not really. Great. Um, I mentioned before I did find a dirt bag uh, figure from Playmates at the Vintage Toy Mall, which was kind of a fun find. Haven't found him yet, so it's cool to get him checked off. I'm still looking for superpowers. Nothing, nothing new for Flash or Batman who laughs. Um, I'm seeing a few other things. I've been seeing Croc Master a little bit more regularly from the GI Joes, and um, a few. I, I, I'm seeing. Actually, I did see the new Masterverse wave of. It's like Tila, Merman, and the alternate He-Man and Skeletor. Oh wow! I did see that. Um, I didn't see all of them. Very I saw nice. Tila, He-Man, and Skeletor, no Merman. So um, I did see that in Walmart. So keep your eyes open. Wow, that's I will I'll have to be looking for that. Um, trying to think. Um, oh, and then I found the my big- buddy Daniel Cross a Maximum Sweat Billy Gun. So. Ooh, sweaty ass, sweaty ass. <laughs> I think that's his, like, fourth maximum sweat, so I don't know if he's trying to do a complete collection, but I was happy to find it. That should be our next t-shirt. Daniel Cross, like, sweaty ass. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, honestly, I'm not finding a lot either. Uh, one thing that uh, that surprised me this quick uh, when I was at Target this week, the all of the new Legends lines were like seventeen fifty and sixteen fifty. Not just one, but like all of them: Lex, Stacy, Pac, and uh, Kane. Uh, but that was quick. Those have been out for a month, maybe. I, I feel like those are not moving as well as they're hoping. Well. None of them are good. Like, See, I know a lot okay. of people go nuts for these Legends figures. Like, there's only been a few that I'm like, wow, that's really good. Like, okay, they're making Dingo Warrior. Okay, that's fine. But, or like WCW AJ Styles. Like, really? Like, is right. there that huge of a market for these figures? I don't really feel like there is. The only one I don't see in overabundance is Kane. Yeah. But I've seen so many Stacys, so many... Uh, Lexus and a, a, a boatload of Xbox. So mm-hmm. um, maybe they're just trying to get rid of them because they've got more stuff coming in. Could be. Um, trying to think, what else have I seen? Um, I showed up probably the day after a NECA restock at Target, okay. and I saw, um, I saw. Um, Raph and Leo and April in the NECA Monsters, so I saw three of the four. Oh, wow, so I'm glad Raph is showing back up again. Yeah, so that was odd, seeing three of those. Um, Any any thoughts on picking any of them up at all? Completely passed on them. Mm -hmm. I don't blame you. um, I was was like, eh. Um, they had the pinball pack again from last year. Really weird seeing that again. Like that pinball. It was like just the t-shirt pack, but that was from a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they had a, I think it's new, but they put out a whole bunch of Jason figures. And I think that 
there was a Jason versus Freddy that might have been new. Like I, I I've seen some people posting that, yeah. I, I, I don't follow that stuff Jason. enough to really know, but it does look cool. Right. And that's why, like, I I can tell by the box cover, because I know that they did at least through Jason X, I think, last year. or like, And I think they were doing some of the more modern ones. But when I saw the, the Freddy versus Jason, I went, I think that's new, because I don't think I've ever seen that box. Mm-hmm. Um. And then no new superpowers for me either. And um, that's it, really. No new, no new wrestling. No new McFarlane. Uh, the new Fortnite stuff is hitting with. I've Brutus. seen some of that. Uh, yeah, Brutus. Uh, it's like Shadow Brutus. Uh, the White. Meow schools, uh, and then oh, I saw at Target. Speaking of um, Fortnite, I uh, they have I guess what is essentially their ultimate figures, and it's the the three and three quarters or the the little bit bigger ones that you and I had talked about. Mm-hmm. But then they have um, like all of the add-ons to it. So there's like three of them. There was Midas, which is for anybody that doesn't play Midas is this gold character. He's all gold in a suit, but in the DC expansion, they made him, they called him Midas Rex and they put him in a battle armor Mm -hmm. and you can get the battle armor pieces to add on to the little, four-inch suited Midas. And then they did one with a pirate, like a pirate spirit guy and some other one, but that's really cool looking. Uh, so it's basically, it's a figure, but you add on accessories to it? Yes. Like you a add a battle idea. armor to it. That's yeah, it bad. was pretty pretty neat. Um, but Honestly, those, I those I think they're like the four-inch, almost like a G.I. Joe scale. I have a few of those still because... I think I was in a lull with collecting and there was nothing really out. And I've said it before. I found beef boss at a target and you know, it looked like a McDonald's character with a big hamburger head. And I looked at it and I was like, man, that's kind of fun. Didn't buy it. Then I started looking at him more and I'm like, okay, I kind of want that. And I bought it and then, you know, like started buying more. I didn't really know any of the characters, but I was just buying them because they were fun. And, that's how G.I. Joe was for a lot of us, right? And Masters, we didn't know these right. characters. We were just buying them because they were fun, you know? And so ended up, I ended up, I've, I still have a few. I'm probably going to sell at some point. But, yeah, they were kind of fun. I have a feeling that Fortnite is going to be traded in for some Toy Biz Marvel within the next six months. Safe bet. Safe, um, safe that's bet. A, that's about it. Other than that, uh, it's kind of news, kind of what's on the shelf, but... Um, I don't think we covered it last week with the ring, but Mattel is shipping out Macho Man separate. So yeah, I heard that. I heard some people might not have actually been on that list, so might want to check that if you haven't. I I have in my um because I also checked on my no hold barred and they're there, but no 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 update. But so waiting on Mach to show up because I. Kind of, kind of want to see that. Um, 
And I know we normally don't do, well, not normally, we don't, like a figure of the year. But holy smokes, I just want to tell everybody that that ultimate doink yeah. is great. And so I saw on Twitter, and I wanted to bring it up on the podcast because it's real quick, but Mattel did an Easter egg with that figure. Oh, really? They, they at, because it's doink, and they own the, the rights to doink, but each of the head scans are, one is Matt Bourne, one is Skinner, and then the other is whoever the last doink was. I can't think of his uh, last Ray name. Ray Apollo, I believe. Yeah. He was the, I think of, he was the more baby-faced doink. Yes. But I, yes. if I remember right, and I, uh, Matt Bourne was the original doink. That's the evil doink we all remember. Steve yep. Kern was like the alternate doink that would kind of like, I guess they realized they could send doink on two separate house show loops and, you know. <laughs> yeah, there, there was a, a town and B town doink. And then Matt Bourne gets released and Ray Apollo took it over and kind of made it more the uh, baby face character. So, um, yes. That's actually a really cool idea because doink was very. I was a huge Doink fan. I thought him as a heel was absolutely groundbreaking, right? For that well, time, yeah, it, an it evil made, clown. It made sense, yeah. It was great. Like, that's amazing. Like, or him teasing, like, water in the bucket or confetti. I mean, it was great stuff. Or making the the balloon animals and then popping it after he gave it to the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was great. And, and, like, uh, the way they did his music where it was kind of dark, it was, like, I was just great. Uh, of course, I got I loved Babyface Doink, too, so I can't say that that's bad. But, oh, ultimately, it was just a fun character. It was. And I just wanted to, yeah, I know it's crazy high and it's an ultimate, but I I got a lot of enjoyment with that figure and the fact that Mattel was able to sneak in a head scan of each of the doinks. Uh, shout out to them because um, I don't think a lot of people caught that because it's like, oh, well, it's just doink. But they they did. They they caught. They they put in one of each of the doinks. So hopefully, on a, the next Ultimate Ultimate Warrior, we'll get the original Ultimate Warrior, and then after he died, the the one that came back from the Urban Legend. So we can get all the Ultimate Warriors. <laughs> As well. You can't even do that without laughing. Like, Hoker's already getting his pitchforks ready. He's calling uh, Nate. He's like, hey, you ready? we got to go take him out again. I know. I know. But it's like, that's, even as a kid, like, so I know we're not a wrestling podcast, but when someone's like, the original Ultimate Warrior died, I'm like, even as a kid, I was like, that is the same guy. Oh, Absolutely. clearly it's the same guy. Right. Like, I, I never understood how people could be like, that's a completely different person. No, it's not. Yeah. So, anyways. Well, it's not um, like he's wearing a mask. He's wearing acrylic paint on his face. Like, come on. Right. I mean, it's not, I don't know, that's just ridiculous. But, yeah, that's urban legends for you. But, no, I I, I think that doink looks great. I think uh, Mattel's actually done a really good job just the few doinks that they've released, which there hasn't been many, honestly. i am kind of always been shocked by that, like, we got that one elite that was great, then that one, and then that uh, elite classic or flashback set, and then now this one. And he's got a retro coming, but not a lot of doink representation. I, I would be 
I I personally would like them to make a Doink homage shirt because I love their shirts so much. Ooh. And I think that would be a really fun one. I'd get a Doink the ether shirt. so that it happens. That's why. Drew Vinsel, you can we, thank me later. We are manifesting an homage Doink yes. shirt right now. Absolutely. Well, if you don't have anything else, man, I guess we about dive into our main event here. Round. Wait, that was my Mortal Kombat. Yes, let's do it. All right, we are back here on episode 66. It is main event time. And Travis, I'm going to let you introduce these because this was kind of your idea. It's a great line. Tell us what we're discussing here in our main event. We are discussing round one or series one of Street Fighter by Soda. Not Soda Hunter, but Sota, S-O-T-A. Um, Real quick, I have never heard of this company either. I hadn't either. Um, the only reason that Soda, uh, and that's the Ohio in me, putting the D instead of the T, um, like, I only figured out who this was later uh, when I started looking for these on eBay. Like, the... Because uh, they were just known as Street Fighter figures. And, like, hey, mm-hmm. these are the Street Fighter figures. And, sure. like, hey. Because we you probably hadn't on... seen any since, like, G.I. Joe, right? Not really. Right. Um, there were these really, really big ones that came in, like, a tube. I forget. But they were, like, I don't remember those. Deluxe, ag- deluxe aggression. Fig- like, they were big, big ones. And they were hard to find as well. But uh, these were more uh, these soda figures were more Marvel Legends. But like I said, like I just typed in Ryu Street Fighter action figure, and then mm-hmm. like you start seeing the listings of SOTA, SOTA, and I'm like, well, what's that? Thinking it's like on X Men, Coda, C O T A was Children of the Atom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what does Soda stand for? And I'm looking and looking like. Oh, it's the manufacturer. So then that's when I, you know, figured out what it was. But uh, these are, I, I guess the best way to put it, like an elite line of Street Fighter figures. Uh, they have all of the articulation, the hip, the knees, the feet, the hands, the wrists. Um, they have different colors. But then... They are also in scale. So, like, Chun-Li is shorter than Ryu, mm-hmm. and Sagat is taller, and Bison is taller than Ryu, but not quite as tall as Sagat. So, but also a little bit thicker. Yes. and uh, oh, These were, way, I mean, for 2004, when these were released, way ahead of their time. Yes, they even came in that annoying clamshell that the Marvel Legends came in. Right. That you had to, like, use scissors and your X-Acto knife and hope you didn't cut a finger off to get the figure out. It's kind of crazy because these are almost, like, Marvel Legends came out maybe a couple years before this. It's crazy that Jax is making, like, ruthless aggression. You know what I mean? For... Yes. Just, just think, and, and at the time, I didn't feel like those were behind the eight ball, but compared to this, my God, were they ever. 
Yeah. Right? And, like, the sculpts were great. You got different heads with some of them. You got different hands. Um, some of them came with, like, an action hand. Like, I think Ryu came with a fireball that connected to one of his fists. Um, Sagat may have had, like, a flame that came down for his tiger uppercut. Like, these are just... Uh, up until Storm Collectibles the last couple of years with Street Fighter, like... And I'll even put it up against Storm Collectibles. Like, I think this is the definitive Street Fighter collection because yeah. this went on and it covered a lot of the fighters as well as their different colors. Um, well, and, and, and real quick, the Storm Collectibles line is incredibly a lot more expensive, too. Yes. These I don't remember being that expensive. They were 15 bucks, 12, 15 bucks. They Which were, was high for the time, I guess. Yes. But they weren't break the bank. Right. Like, expensive. The only thing that I had a problem with this line is this line was so popular and so limited distributed that for the majority... I only found the player two colors. Yeah. Like the pink Chun Li or like the off white uh, Ryu or the blue Blanca. Like that was the frustrating part was finding the actual like player one or the, the familiar color scheme that we most, uh, put with that character no yeah i agree and i and i think that too like i remember i i had a couple of series one and i had all of series two because i remember i ordered those online but they were all variant colors but it was the only way i could get them all and so yes i remember very specifically i had the translucent blanca and i was like ugh, i don't like that i'd rather have a regular but you know you want to try to get a complete set i mean it's all you got to do you know uh-huh and some of the colors were cool some of them were yeah, a little question. Way off the wall. Yeah, but uh, we'll kind of go through what we have here. So this wave had two, three, four, five figures, five characters with multiple figures. We'll go through all of them here. Um, first up, we have Chun-Li, which is, you know, she's a staple of the Street Fighter line. And uh, you get her in the classic blue. There's also one in the light purple. And then I, I get this listed as a chase figure in the turquoise, which is just kind of a slightly different color. Blue, obviously, um, has an extra head, which is great. Extra pair of hands. Um, amazing figure, man. I mean, just absolutely captures Chun-Li. It is. And they, they kind of, you know, you've got your dark blue, and then you've got your light blue and the pink. So, like, they, they covered that. Great articulation. I think one was, like, the wink. I think the extra head was, like, the winking smile that she did when she won. And um, I think even one of the hands was the little peace sign. So like they put those little nuances in here to, you know, like I said, even for 12 to 15 bucks, they did a little more than just throw in, well, they're fighters. So here's fists and here's karate chop hands. Like, yeah, they, they tried to, to make the most of each figure. No, yeah, they they did they did a really really good job with these. I, I man, these are 
I'm looking through all the rest of them. Man, these are amazing. So um, we'll go back to series one here. I was just perusing through. Um, of course, Chun Li's great. In Bison, we got uh, in this wave only one version: the classic red with the cape. Um, I've always been a huge Bison fan. I had his Hasbro GI Joe figure back in the day. Um, just absolutely incredible. Looks amazing. It is, and little uh, Easter egg. Did you know that they switched uh, M. Bison's name with Balrog and Vega, and they switched all of them up because in Japan, M. Bison is actually Balrog, the boxer for Mike Tyson, but it was too close to the resemblance, so they named him Balrog and then gave M. Bison here in the States his M. Bison name. Interesting. I did not know that. There you go. That's your your useless fact of Street Fighter. But like you were saying, really cool. Happy that the red one was the first one. And he's bigger. He's like bulkier, kind of like Hulk. Like, mm-hmm. like the just, I don't want to say towers over because Sagat coming up is actually still taller than he is. But he's... Uh, big, like Zangief and Balrog. Just thick, I guess, is the best way to put it. No, yeah, exactly. And it's exactly how he needed to look. Right. Uh, then we got probably the staple of of Series 1 or Round 1 here. Ryu, um, a couple, couple of versions. We got a Chase in the gray gi and then uh, the regular in the white. Um, he's got the red gloves slash gauntlets. He's barefoot. Um I mean, perfect was, figure. Oh, it's I mean it's amazing, right? I I think so like the his like karate belt is is there, his headband like this is just uh, like I said to me perfect and you could pose these guys to where like you could put him in his dragon punch. I think even some of them, it's hard to tell because it's, it's been, you know, 20 or well, 18 years. But I even think some of them came with those weird looking, like, clear plastic clips with a stand. So, like, you could clip it around his waist and let him pose him in the hurricane kick pose. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, to where it looks like he's jumping. Um, and this was way before, remember. like, figure photography, right? So, again, ahead of yes. time. Yes, because um, I know that they, I don't know if it was necessarily in this line, but um, in one of the later uh, lines or rounds, they they came with that. So you were able to, to do that. That's awesome. And then, of course, uh, after that, we have another one of my favorites, Sagat, in his classic uh, blue uh, biker-style or I'm sorry, boxing trunks, uh, Muay Thai boxing trunks. He's got the big scar, feet tape, got it. arms tape, eye patch. He's big. He's bulky. Perfect. Big feet, big hands, and I mean, he's kind of intimidating for how big he is. And sure. He just, you know, I, I I'm gonna sing the praises again. Just an amazing, amazing figure. And finally, rounding up round one, which is kind of a shocking uh, choice, Sodom, uh, kind of in the gray and green color, 
Uh, he's got his fan. I don't know a lot about this character, but I he. Oh, go ahead. I think didn't he appear in Final Fight? Yes, he he was in Final Fight, and uh, Capcom uh, started uh, releasing the Street Fighter Alpha series, so they started taking the Final Fight guys and putting them in Street Fighter. So oh, that's cool. You had him, and like Hagar showed up. Cody showed up and like they kind of it was their way of kind of like merging two properties into one so like they would fight in gosh whatever town Mike Hagar was mayor and I I can't remember there you go and so Metro City is a big thing and then like Cody was thrown in jail so part of Cody when you fought with him he was in uh he was in the pinstripe uh, criminal suit with uh, chains. So it was just a, a way to uh, get more of their properties in a... Because Street Fighter did way better than their final fight because they couldn't do like uh, multiple beat em up So, hey, let's throw them in a, uh, a fighter game. Yeah, I mean, I think that's cool. It's just an interesting choice because I I kind of look at that like, hmm, I'd like to get all the street like the main twelve first, right? You know, before we right. before we dip into the uh, to the obscure characters. But you know, all in all, uh, they did a great job with this line. I have no complaints. It's a it's an amazing it's an amazing collection. It really is. I I think so too. Like I was very. Very happy with them. Uh, I remember only seeing them at like EB Games, GameStop, and mm-hmm. Toys R Us. Yeah, I remember like, seeing them at Suncoast. That's where I bought them. Yeah, Suncoast as well. Man, like, I miss those stores. Yeah, those, those were awesome. But they weren't... This definitely was a collector line. It wasn't something that was at yeah. Walmart, Meyer, uh, anything like that. Maybe every once in a while they would randomly show up at a KB, but you didn't like, if they did, they were there and they were there for a long time. Cause yeah. they were just kind of thrown and mixed in with the action figure line. Right. And then being a little bit of a higher price point at that time probably didn't help. But again, you get what you're paying for. And I understand. And I know that's kind of weird considering we were kind of like bashing power town for their prices, but it's, I mean, this is like $15 <laughs> at the time. It was right. like, oh my gosh, that's a lot for an action figure. But now it's like, yeah, I'd pay that gladly. So, I mean, yeah. realistically speaking, not to bash on that too much, but did you ever think there would be a time when an action figure would be $40? I mean, that was the price of a no. video game back in the day. Never. Never. Like, I... You know, I remember getting a five dollar allowance, like when my when we would do an allowance, I was like, Well, that's gonna get me an action figure or Yeah. Uh, hey, you know, and that was the thing, like even when you got like birthday money from a grandparent, you'd get like a five or a ten mm-hmm. and that was one to two action figures. And if you got like twenty bucks, you were rich as you a were kid. rich. Exactly. I remember exactly. one time my grandpa bought something for my sister and he took me into the bedroom and goes, Hey, I, I bought her something today. So here you go. And he hands me a $20 bill. And I'm like, 
oh my God, I'm rich. You know, like I remember thinking like, I am rich. But I mean, I, I was looking at it like that's four action figures, essentially. Yeah. Like that's, whoa, okay, I can do some damage. $20 now won't even buy you one. And that's where it's just, as a collector, it's frustrating. As as a parent, it's frustrating because there's times like, hey, can we get this? And it's like, I've got two. Like, I've got Gavin and Gracie. So any walk down the toy aisle immediately is $50 gone. And it's not that I don't want to do it. Love my kids. I give them everything that I can. But... There's no, like, there's no quick, cheap thing to just get it, appease them, because it's like, well, I would like a Barbie, or I would like this, or I would like that. And it's like 20, 25 bucks every time. It's like, good night. That it just, it adds up quick. Yeah, it really, it really does. Well, it's about that time to, uh, to choose our next topic. So I have a couple of choices here, Travis. They're a little bit, uh, they're a little bit off the wall. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what you come up with as well. I, I've got one that I'm surprised we haven't covered. And then one that it's not so off the wall, but it's kind of a little bit off the beaten path. Okay. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? You you can go first. Let 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 me hear this first off the wall. So my first off the wall is kind of an, an all encompassing thing, but I think will be a fun discussion. Uh, I'm just going to call it dollar store toys, meaning Ooh. silly putty, slinkies, you know, uh, jacks, marbles, paddle hand buzzers, yeah. Uh, yo-yos. We all remember those and how ridiculous they were. So, um, Chinese finger torture. Can you say that now? I like, did know. I did I just get canceled? That's what it was called, though. I mean, I don't know. Like, you're asking me. I don't have a clue. But yeah, I think that would be kind of a fun. It, international finger torture. Yeah. Or also, you remember like the uh, the funny faces where it was like a, a guy's face and you put the hair on top of the beard or whatever. Yeah, with the magnet because yeah. they were little magnet chips. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So that's that's choice oh, number one. That's awesome. Dang it, I don't even want to like pick that. Let's talk about that. Um, this one, I'm surprised we haven't talked about, and I think it's because we lo- we both liked it, but never really had it. But let's talk. Well, let's bring up. Uh, G1 Transformers, Generation 1 Transformers. That's that's a fun one. I'm, you know, that was actually in one topic one time, but we had so many. That was like one where we had so many amazing topics. It was. Right. Yeah. It. I mean, we. I, to my knowledge, I don't think we've talked about Transformers, but yeah. that Series 1, Generation 1, you know, I know they say G1, but like that first line of Transformers where. Megatron was a gun, which you can't do that anymore. Optimus, and, like, I think that's a, I mean, they're still making Transformers today. So yeah, absolutely. But I think it would be cool to cover that. Okay, so that makes uh, two choices. So this one, I'll have to look up exactly what it is, but I've seen it before. And I was like, oh, that's a fun line. And it was a... Uh, 
it's a McDonald's line, and it was when all the Ronald McDonald characters had an alternate Halloween costume. So, like, Ooh. Ronald was, like, Frankenstein, and Grimace was a mummy, and so on. And so I think it's just four four characters. But I have them in that McDonald's book, which I, actually is why I bought that, because it's good reference material. So um, I'll get more information if that gets chosen, and that will be uh, choice number three. Well, I think that you and I might share a brain sometimes, because my second choice was... Because uh, we we did the the Muppet Babies, correct? Mm-hmm. Or, or the Chicken Nuggets? Uh, no, we, we, haven't, nuggets? we haven't done that full on, but we've, we've talked about them a little bit. Right. Um, but I wanted to talk about a McDonald's Happy Meal toy. But the Warner Brothers as superheroes. So you had... Oh, like Looney Tunes. Yeah, the Looney T- uh, yeah Looney Tunes, not Warner Brothers, but uh, Bugs Bunny was Superman. Uh, the Tasmanian Devil was the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Porky Pig's girlfriend was Wonder Woman. That which, was always a weird one to me, but yeah. And uh, oh gosh, who was? And then uh, Daffy is Batman. Was Batman? Yeah. So. I remember um, one night getting a Happy Meal, which is weird because my grandmother used to make like home cooking and it was amazing. But, you know, still as a kid, you want a Happy Meal and I I don't know why. But um, I remember getting one and getting the super, I guess, super bugs, as you would call it. And I was like, absolutely like, what? Because I didn't even know it was happening. And. Getting that was just absolutely incredible. So I was like, "Holy crap, that is so cool!" And because I didn't, because I didn't even know it was a thing. And then, of course, the days that came, more commercials started hitting for that. I was like, "Okay, I have to have all these." But uh, I kind of hope that one wins too, because I actually have some uh, fun stories there. About well, yeah, that. and they were. It was essentially two figures in one. You got because the the costumes just clicked on. And then when you took the costumes off, you had Looney Tunes figures, which you didn't really, they didn't make those. Like, as right. popular as they were as a cartoon, there wasn't a Looney Tune action figure. Or even, like, Disney, you didn't get a Mickey Mouse, a Donald Duck. But those were the cartoons that we were watching as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I may be dating myself, but yeah, like, I remember watching sure. Looney Tunes and it's like, how cool would it be to have Bugs Bunny or the Tasmanian Devil? So uh, that and kind of along the lines of fall and, and Halloween, they're kind of costumes, kind of not. So Absolutely. So um, I'm looking forward to any of those that possibly could win. I know uh, Transformers seems like the most likely, but I kind of I hope people choose a McDonald's topic because we haven't talked about one of those in a while. I know, and it gives us an excuse to go buy another Happy Meal to be like, oh, man, remember how cool they were? And then it's like, yeah, oh, this kind of sucks, actually. <laughs> we got an activity book. No yeah. thanks. Lame. Yeah, they were fun back in the day. But uh, we appreciate everybody checking out the TV Toy Cast. Um, you guys probably have noticed we don't we haven't done shout outs in the last couple of weeks. And that's not like we're not trying to not do it, but we want to kind of limit it for every episode. 
me and Travis talked about it, and it's kind of one of those things where we we want to shout out people, but it's we feel like it adds a whole lot more time to every podcast. So we're probably going to do it like once a month or so, and yes. So you know, I know we can kind of go ahead and do it tonight. I know, obviously, um, we both have some some people we like to 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 you know for people to talk to hear and, and everything like that. So for me, I always want to put out a shout out to doing the favor. Uh, the one and only Jason Wolf and his chop shop, our our pal um, Tim at uh, pulling up a chair with a chair shot, the positively pro wrestling podcast with uh, Stephen Eric, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast um, uh, with Richard and his buddy Matt, and then of course in the marbles with Soda and Ethan. And then I would like to shout out um, the. Uh, Tales from the Estate podcast with uh, Drew and Caitlin, uh, our Thursday tag team partners. Well, kind of same weekend because as pa- young new parents find out, getting free time is getting free time. Um, then I also would like to shout out the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure podcast with Jeff and Scott. Uh, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Uh, shout out to Ryan, uh, Chuck, and John over at Star Joe's. Uh, shout out to our boy Rock on the Open Your Toys podcast. And then my last one is a a new one, and now that I won't butcher it, but the Squared Circle Relics podcast with uh, Lloydie, Jamie, and Chris. I uh, want to thank those guys. Uh, they just shouted us out on their most recent episode because I gave them a half awake, couldn't remember everything because their first episode came out. Um, they, where we cover toys, they cover collecting uh, overseas in the United Kingdom, uh, from, from wrestling cards to a little bit of wrestling talk. Um, but shout out to those guys, uh, and thanks for giving us a shout out on your most recent podcast. Absolutely. We appreciate that. Thank you, guys. And uh, we're always help, happy to help fellow podcasters any way we can. Uh, of course, I have other podcasts. You know, it's fake, right? Every Monday, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour every Sunday. And I think that's about it. Make sure to pick up the official T-shirts over at whatamaneuver.net. We have two designs and uh, hopefully a third one very soon. I I think that we do have one, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a really – it's going to be a different design but really fun, and uh, hopefully Jason will get that rolling here before too long. And uh, thank you guys for checking out the TV Toy Cast, and we will see you in the toy aisle. Take it easy.